Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And Sierra is now deaf. So. What? <laughs> I saw your lips moving, but I kind of hear what you're saying. You talking junk? Besides being uh, deaf now, um, how are you? She's not actually deaf. Um, I just blew out her eardrums. Um, did you ask the how are you question yet? <laughs> yeah. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're going to think you're actually deaf. <laughs> Her lips are moving. <laughs> no, I'm really okay. It's just, I was, it was just very unexpected. But anyway, um, other than that. Y'all, her face was priceless. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week is Christmas. Yes. Yes, it is. Merry Christmas, bitches. Happy holidays. Welcome you know. to winter. Welcome to winter. Mm-hmm. Even though it's 70 degrees outside today. Like what? Yeah. Yesterday, I didn't even need a coat standing in the car rider line. Yeah, no. It's so warm outside. It's so weird. Yeah. This is whatever. Okay. (laughs) Um, Like four days away from winter and it's summer. Yeah. The people at Chick-fil-A were wearing shorts. Yep, they sure were. We we had Chick-fil-A last night. Mm -hmm. They were wearing shorts. Mm. All right. Anyway, how are you besides it being ungodly hot? Um, Well, uh, last yesterday was the last day um, of school before winter break. Thank God. Yeah, really. Um, and then you come home and I give you a honeydew list. On the one hand, um, two weeks is awesome, but I feel like at the end of two weeks, I'm just going to be like not ready to go back yeah. to school. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, there's really only one week of review stuff, and yeah. then the other week is um exams oh okay so i have one week of review not like regular teaching but i feel like the kids are over it it's like but you guys realize like this is for 25 percent of your grade yeah so you can't just blow it off you can't just be over a fucking exam and so there's that but then the second week is um just testing Mm, okay and then then you quit then we have two days off before the se- this one, second semester starts. We You're have, quitting. We have the a hol- the holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, mm-hmm. and then th- it's a work day. So it, the first week is a half week. So oh, three, okay. Three days and then. Fun stuff, man. Then it starts again. But, um. Yeah. And you have the same kids you've already had, so. Yeah, I don't know. They said they're going to, like, change some of the classes up, just, like, rotate kids a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, I'm looking for a few names to be off uh-huh. of my list. <laughs> you sound like Santa. Moving <laughs> <laughs> some kids to the naughty list. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, though, because I feel like 
you never know what you're going to get. So are you just trading one trouble for another? Yes. You never know. Kids are shit. <sighs> Fuck them kids. But maybe it if it's just like that student isn't irritated with me after a whole semester of them being terrible and me having to yell at them. Yeah. Um, then maybe that will help. And I can just have new kids who haven't had me before. So mm-hmm. they're not I necessarily mean, irritated by me coming in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm ready to fuck some kids up, y'all. Like, God. So, well, that's 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 the end. How are you? Um, I started my new job this week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, yeah, fully, fully started Officially it. Officially, yeah, doing um, it because I didn't have credentials mm-hmm. for three days, so I was just kind of sitting there while all of the people that were in my training class were like going and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was really interesting. I was literally sitting in a Zoom class for eight hours doing nothing. Yeah, um, but you got paid. For I it. got paid for it. Um, it wasn't your fault. There's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, but I like my job. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say who I work for because, like, obvious reasons. Um, but it's just, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I take orders mm-hmm. and s- stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I work from home. So um, I'll have to, like, place people on hold. And Sierra's heard this. Mm-hmm. And I have to place people on hold, but it's called, like, a soft hold. So, like, y'all... I can hear your fucking conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had one dude call me a bitch. I've had another dude call me a cunt. And, like, all while I put them on hold, I'm like, (laughs) I can hear you. (laughs) Yeah. And I just want to pop back in and, like, say something from their conversation, you know? But it just, it brings me a little bit of joy. Yeah. Uh (laughs) I mean, because you are a nosy person. Oh, my God. I'm so nosy. Um, we went, oh, and we, uh, Jeff and I, my partner Mm -hmm. went to the botanical garden Mm -hmm. that's in Charlotte, not Charlotte, around Charlotte and, uh, to see like Christmas lights and everything. That was really fun. This, I swear this ties in with me being nosy. Um, so like while we're walking through, like people are talking obviously Mm -hmm. and like, they're not being quiet. Okay. If you don't want people to hear your conversations, then don't be so loud. So, like, I heard some interesting conversations. <laughs> and at one point, like, we're walking through and I just start laughing because I heard somebody's conversation. And Jeff looks at me and goes, what? <laughs> I'm like, you didn't hear their conversation? He goes, no, I think it's rude that you listen to other people's conversations. And I was like, I find it hilarious. If they didn't want you to hear it, they shouldn't talk so loud. In a public place. I mean, it's not like you know who they are, you know? So yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like I'm going to be like... go back to them and be like... So I heard you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I just find it very humorous. And he wasn't saying anything. So like, I got to find a form of entertainment somewhere. Yeah. Got to do something with your brain. Also, I think we've mentioned this. His name is not actually Jeff. Sierra could not remember his name for the longest. (laughs) So she calls him Jeff. Um, But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. I have to go to a party tonight. That's not pretty great. I'm just saying, if I ever have a significant other, like, no. Not an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's, it's it's very interesting. However, the other day when we were at the Botanical Gardens, he did see people. He was like, oh, there's people there. Let's go the opposite direction. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so 
it's been a it's been a, a good week mm-hmm. like I said I like my job so far um I'm probably not gonna like it the first week of the year mm-hmm. uh because I have mandatory <laughs> overtime so mm-hmm. it's gonna be like 9 to seven thirty. yeah uh, okay cool yeah all right anyway um so my case for this week is an unsolved murder okay okay so you ready uh, let me strap on my bootstraps. Your bootstraps. Mm-hmm. All right. So during the holiday season, office Christmas parties are like a uh, poppin'. Mm-hmm. Also, hold on. Speaking of office Christmas parties, they're having a digital Christmas party for my company, and like you attend during like through Zoom. And I'm just like, n- no. What? No, not for me. What do you even do? They're having, like, an ugly Christmas sweater contest and, like, prizes and shit being given out. But, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't even have video cameras, so how are you? No, we're supposed we're not allowed to attend on our work devices. Oh. So, we have to attend on our personal devices. And it was like, feel free to bring friend. And I was like. <laughs> That's not weird at all. <laughs> right? Like, let's go to my virtual work Christmas party. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> anyway. I mean, kudos for them for trying, I guess. But like. Yeah, no. No. Mm, no. No, thank you. Uh, so the night of December 22nd, 1981, marked the first company Christmas party for a 19-year-old girl named Rhonda Henson. The Rhonda had recently graduated from high school in Valdez, North Carolina, which is like around Hickory. Oh, Okay. It's a very tiny town. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Northwest of Lake Norman. Yes. Far from us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really is, actually. <laughs> We've been there. We were, we were, drove there. Yes. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so she was celebrating her first job as a cl- uh, clerical, clerical? How do you say that? Clerical? Mm-hmm. Clerical. Clerical worker for a local steel company. And at midnight, Rhonda left the party with her two girlfriends. After dropping them off, Rhonda had planned to make a 10-mile drive to her home where she lived with her parents. Okay. So at exactly 1 a.m., Rhonda's mother, Judy Henson, awoke from her sleep mm-hmm. and had like a, like a strange kind of like vibe slash premonition. Mm-hmm. And you know... I am a strong believer in the vibes. Mm-hmm. I have never had a wrong vibe. Well, one wrong vibe, but we, I feel like out of the, of the majority of the vibes. Yeah. And that was about a person who told us a many lies. So. All the time. All the time. So anyway, vibes and premonitions mm-hmm. on that shit. Okay. So she, Judy goes on to say, quote, I woke up feeling panicky, scared, because I felt like something had happened to Rhonda. I felt like Rhonda was dead. I felt like she had been in an automobile accident. Okay. So Rhonda's car was discovered just a half a mile from her home. Mm-hmm. Insert Sierra's fact here. Uh, all accidents happen within a mile of your residence. There you go. Uh, the driver's door was open. Okay, and not all. Most. Most. Sorry. The driver's door was open, and a few feet away was Rhonda, and she was dead. Mm. She was lying on her back, and her arms appeared to have been deliberately placed at her side. Tests showed that Rhonda Henson had been killed by a single bullet fired from a high-powered rifle. What? Yep. The bullet, uh, excuse me, this bullet was fired with such force it passed through the trunk of the car, through her seat, and penetrated her heart. 
Holy crap. Yeah. The murder of Rhonda Henson at first appeared to be like a random act of violence. Yeah. Uh, but as the investigation proceeded, disturbing clues began to surface, suggesting that Rhonda may have been murdered by someone who knew her. Hmm. And that is literally the... Okay, this is from an Unsolved Mystery case, by okay. the way. Like, Unsolved Mystery is the show, y'all. Yeah. I watched, like, I watched... I watched this episode before. Mm-hmm. Good fucking Lord, I cannot talk today. And then I obviously watched it again. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, but um, the moment they said that, I was like, okay, that seems like too much of a random act of violence for it to be like someone she doesn't know, you know? Yeah, because I feel like, like someone had to know where she was and what she was doing. Like who would who would just be in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, with a high powered rifle, and anybody shooting, who's been to Hickory knows that it's the middle of nowhere. Shooting. At random cars? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Mm, no. Incorrect. I mean, people, like, don't... I don't I don't feel like I've ever heard that as, like, someone's M.O. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but, like, that just doesn't seem like... Like, picking up someone and then murdering them? Yes. yes. But just, like... Shooting someone? Like, not even, like, directly shooting them. Shooting them through the car. Yeah. Like, were they trying to find out if that worked or not? Or did they know already? Like, yeah. You know, like, that's kind of suspect, because I don't... Yeah, no. I, I, I did... It, no, not for me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in high school, Rhonda was a popular girl, an expert tennis player who had many close friends, but several weeks after her graduation, she began to behave strangely. Mm. Uh, she met a boy. Mm, though... Normally happy to drive alone, Rhonda began to ask her father to accompany her on to, like, trips into town. Mm. Um, And on one of these trips, she made a disturbing statement to her dad, uh, Bobby Henson. Bobby goes on to say, quote, I said, what is it, Rhonda? I said, no matter whether it's good or bad, tell me. And she said, I think I'll think about it. And she never did explain, never did tell me why, what it was, you know. She's afraid to tell me. So, her mother also recalled, like, uncharacteristic conversations shortly before Rhonda's death. She was, like, a pretty happy person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really, like, you know. It wasn't normal for her to, like, Yeah. Say. It wasn't like me, who's, like, everything is dust. <laughs> um, she is pretty optimistic. and uh, Yeah. Uh, speaking of me not being optimistic, guys, we just built our gingerbread houses. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, Sierra's still building hers. I built mine, and um, it doesn't look great. <laughs> okay, I was drinking moon. I, I'm gonna defend myself on this. I was drinking moonshine. I was under the influence while building my my gingerbread house. But my gingerbread people, like the scene as a whole, the scene as a whole is pretty great because my ginger my ginger people have been murdered, and like one of them has its head cut off and then stuck on a snowman and then one of them's being buried in the backyard by the murderer and he has like a cute little smile on his face Mm -hmm. and then another dude has been impaled so you know it's just a all-around wonderful thing um my parents said that my dad was like uh my dad I was showing I was like you want to see my gingerbread house and he goes yeah sure and um I like flipped the video camera around and he was like well, and then there was like this pause. 
He was like, um, I mean, it's definitely, what, what did he say? It's definitely interesting. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, no. You could just hear the disappointment in his voice. <laughs> and then my mom just goes, you know, you're such a happy baby. As <laughs> <laughs> the life will do to you. <laughs> anyway, back to Rhonda and her optimistic outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to her mother, Rhonda wanted to know if it was acceptable to date a married man. No, never. Mm, nope. Quote, I said, Rhonda, there's never a time that is all right to go with a married man. The only thing that comes from that is people getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhonda's comments suggested that she was under some kind of like personal pressure. Mm-hmm. According to special agent John Suttle of the North Carolina FBI, mm. also known as, what is it known as? I don't know. The SBI. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know this. I didn't realize that's what you were looking for. Yes, the SBI. Uh, the police investigation began to uncover evidence that someone may have been stalking Rhonda on the night of her death. Uh, quote, between 12.15 and 12.30 on the morning that Rhonda Henson was murdered, a witness drove under the Interstate 40 Bridge on Mineral Springs Mountain Road. She observed a sh- blue Chevrolet facing, like, in a northern northerly norther this fbi man mm-hmm. northerly direction with two white males in the vehicle two white males it's suspicious yeah <laughs> you never know what two white males might get up to yeah seriously um so the car was parked next to the same off-ramp that Rhonda used to exit it was spotted 30 minutes before the fatal bullet was fired and just 200 yards from where her body was found Mm. so Uh, they were waiting possibly possible that they were waiting for her mm -hmm. later that evening another witness traveling down that same road passed a similar blue car with a single man at the wheel speeding away from the murder site as he continued down the road, the witness saw Rhonda's vehicle parked at the spa- same spot where her, ve- her vehicle, her body was found. Mm-hmm. A woman was slumped over the steering wheel and a man was standing at her door. The witness was unable to get close to look at the man and drove on, assuming the couple was drunk. I mean, bystander. Mm, don't be a bystander. Um, with so few clues to go on, police put their witness under hypnosis and asked him to recall more details about the murder scene. This is an excerpt from the actual audio tape used to, like, hypnotize the subject, Mm -hmm. okay? Quote, a Chevelle. It looks blue. 70 model, I believe. Looks like the front end of it has been messed up. It's in the primer. The primer is gray. He's not a big guy. He's about six foot or five ten. He's medium built, sort of a dark brown haired guy. So, every white man, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, one of the most average descriptions. Um, I mean, but at least you can confirm that he's not short. That's true. I mean, mean, while it is a large number of people, you still can... And it's under hypnosis, so it's not admissible in court. Right, but they can use it to try to... Yeah. Surprisingly, the witness also recalled seeing a second car parked down the road from Rhonda's vehicle. The car was black or dark blue Trans Am. I'm pretty sure my dad had a Trans Am. I don't feel like you've said that before. They're they're not pretty. Mm. Um, Some believe that the car may have been driven by the murderer or one of the murderers Mm -hmm. because there's supposedly maybe two. 
Um, many years have passed since that Christmas party ended in tragedy, but Rhonda's mother still keeps her daughter's room the exact same way. That's sad. That's so sad. Uh, Rhonda's mother um, goes on to say, I can almost imagine Rhonda still in there. We have a babel. A babel. We have a baby doll that she had years and years ago. We've kept that out. We've kept some of her trophies out. The grave marker, I think it says it all. On the grave marker, there are, quote, always a ray of sunshine. That's the best description we have of Rhonda. A perfect description. That's so fucking sad. Mm. Um, so, at the time, a $20,000 reward was being offered for mm-hmm. this case. And... um. Now it's like 35 years later mm-hmm. and uh, retired Burke County Sheriff John T. McDevitt says that this case still haunts me. Every investigator who worked on it and there's no getting past it. Quote, it's haunting to know that you can't give them, the parents, yeah. uh, some closure. McDevitt, who was also a detective at the time with the Burke County Sheriff's Office, um, says that Valdez police were the first to arrive at the scene, but because the crime scene was just outside of the town limit, it took the sheriff's office... Well, the sheriff's office took over the case, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so McDevitt was the first detective to arrive on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't on the case long before he left the sheriff's office for the Morganton Police Department. So it's like... These people get on this case, Mm -hmm. and then they get shuffled around. It happened, like, four different times. So, like, what is getting lost in... The transition between The transition. Because you know there's not, like, 100% communication. Because that's how serial killers get away with it for so long. Yeah. Um, Well, too, if, like, someone doesn't know, like... And then they have to, like, remember and then write it down. Or, you know, it's just like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Not conducive to productivity. When McDevitt was elected sheriff in 1998, he made the case a priority. And throughout the years, McDevitt said, hundreds of thousands of man hours have gone into the case. Quote, there's not a case in Burke County history that has been worked on as hard as that case by five sheriffs. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. Um, he and said, still have nothing and still have nothing. He said, detectives tried everything in the world to solve the case. I know we, I mean, we heard them try fucking hypnosis. Mm-hmm. They, um, tried psychics. Like Judy said she prayed about it and begged about it and paid people to help her. Uh, she hired their family, hired two private detectives as well as flew in a psychic from California and paid her $500 a day. Yikes. At that point, I feel like it's people just taking advantage of them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, they reach out to them. Like, yeah. I, you know. So, the psychic stayed for a week. Mm. Do the math. $3,500. Like. That's how much he needed to pay something else. Oh, God, yeah. Um, in addition, the sheriff's office, several SBI agents have also worked on the case over the years. Retired SBI agent John Suttle, who was like on the case at the mm-hmm. beginning, um, worked on the case until he retired in um, August 2000. Suttle said he and county detectives went to California and South Carolina to follow leads. There have been suspects and a lot of people eliminated as suspects, he said. We were inundated with people who provided false leaves at le- leads, not leaves. We have leaves in our yard. <laughs> um, I'm like looking outside. In case you're wondering where leaves came from, I was looking outside um, at the leaves. So 
false leads and at least that's what they ended up being. Mm -hmm. Like, at least they were able to, like, rule out things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Burke County Sheriff Steve Wisen... Burke County Sheriff Steve Wisenat, we're going to go with that, said a detective from his department and an SBI agent are still assigned to the case. Um, I mean, I don't really feel like Burke County has that many unsolved cases, so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's, it's not a big county. Mm-hmm. Um, he said anytime they get a lead, they follow up on it. He also goes on to say that they got a lead that sounded credible, but it turned out not to be, which those parents, man. Um, quote, after 35 years, I still have some hope, Wisenat said. Wisenat said that the sheriff's office has evidence that could solve the case if it could be matched to a suspect. So mm-hmm. maybe some DNA, maybe a fingerprint, like something. Something. At least there's something. Yeah. Um, he believes it will take somebody who's near death or has been carrying the burden of Rhonda's murder and wants to clear their consciousness. Yeah. Conscious. Conscience. Conscience. Wants to clear their conscience. Which makes sense because that's how, like, yeah. most of these come about, you know? Um, quote, and finally give her, pa- her parents and family some closure after 35 years. And her mom, in the episode, she goes, because, like, they did, like, an update of it. They mm-hmm. were like, I just want to find out who murdered my daughter before I die. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> so, like... What kind of suspects do they have? None. They have no suspects. They didn't look into anybody at her work? Nothing? They didn't find anything? No. Nothing. Is I feel like it had to be somebody at work. Oh, like my God, if, yeah. Like, somebody in the office or mm-hmm. on the, that, in there, in there. Yeah. And maybe they didn't actually do it, or maybe they hired somebody, depending on who it was. Like, like someone's wife. Right, or, yeah, or the person, I mean, she didn't seem like she was gonna, I mean, she, if she had, like, she seemed like she had some moral character, maybe she was gonna tell the wife, or, like, she didn't really, like, she didn't realize he was married, or. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or, like, I mean, she, she was 19 really, year old, and what 19 year old is smart. Obviously, they're like a billion situations, yeah. but. But anyway, yeah, yeah, no. It's just wild, man. Hmm. Well, in, in 1981, it's not like they had email. No. So everything would have been either on the phone or in person conversation. Yeah. So you can't track stuff like that. So the 80s were like a super fucking violent time for women anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's just it's just wild. It's called like the deadliest decade. And also like to shoot someone through their car. Through their car, through the trunk of their car, through their car seats, and then through their chest and into their I heart. I feel like they had to be like pretty close. Yeah. Even with a high powered rifle. Yeah. Like you still have to be pretty That's a close tricky to, shot, to you get know? through there and to think that, you know, or to go through all of that and not, like, get yeah deflected in any way. Yeah. I'm just, I, this, okay, morbid thought. Uh-huh. It's, it amazes me that they were able to make that kind of shot. Right. You know? Yeah, and actually end up killing her. And actually end up killing her because... It's not, that's not, one, the car's moving. Yeah. Two, 
you are you're probably like the in person, a position the person had to be like on the road like yes. on the ground yes because it's from behind right. too so i mean it's a it's, from the ground or i guess from a car but that would be yeah, even harder that would be even harder so I don't know. It's the whole situation. The whole setup of it is just so crazy to me. But also, if you're gonna go up and take her out of the car, why would you kill her from far away? Exactly. Why wouldn't you just like kill her up close? Yeah. And why would you take her out? I guess they take her out to make sure she was dead, maybe. Yeah. Did they try to make it look like a burglary? Burglary or no? no she had all of her items. Mm. Hmm. All right. Well, that's my case. To be pondered, I guess. Yes. Well. Um. Basically, go watch the unsolved mystery about it. I don't remember what it's called, but if you guys Google it, it's on there. Yeah. It's a good episode. Um. That concludes my Christmas special. Oh. All of my Christmas-related episodes. Christmas. We've had Halloween, we've had Thanksgiving, and now we've had Christmas. Yep. So. And now we have New Year. We have New Year. Guys, Mm. our next episode is going to be our 61st episode, and it's going to be our first episode of the New Year. Yay. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And it's going to be 2022. (gasps) Which is the year of me. (laughs) 22 is my favorite number. February 22nd, 2022 is on a Tuesday, bitches. I have been thinking about this day since I was a fucking sophomore in high school, Sierra. Oh, my gosh. I'm not kidding. Wow. Like, sophomore in high school, Emily would, like, flip in her calendar Uh on my little phone and got, like, what day is that? What what day is February 22nd? I need to know. And it was a fucking Tuesday. Mm. And we're going to have an episode on that day. Yep. All right, guys, I hope you have a happy holiday season, and we will see you in the new year. Yes. Um, Don't stress too much. That's my job. So. She's got enough for everybody. Oh, my God, yeah. I promise you. I don't sleep. (laughs) Like, just cast it on Emily. She's already got it anyway. I've already got it anyway. Exactly. (laughs) Um, don't go crazy um, due to your family. It's not worth it. Oh, my. Okay, guys, before we go, I just need y'all to send out all the good vibes mm-hmm. because Christmas Day, I am, uh, Sierra and I are hosting a Christmas luncheon. Mm-hmm. All four of my parents will be here. Yeah. So dad, stepmom, mom, stepdad, both my brothers, well, two out of the three brothers, mm-hmm. and... Jeff and Sierra. So, um, to say that I'm going to be stressed is an understatement. It's like one out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's going to be an interesting time. So whatever you do, pray, send out vibes, like crystal, whatever it is that you do, just do a little bit for Emily (laughs) on that day or the day before, you know, anything would be great. Oh God. I'm so, so like, I'm already stressed about it. So, um, it's going to be great. Probably. Uh, my parents haven't all been in the same room since Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Mm. Don't forget that there are personal resources on the blog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is help out there. If you need to talk to someone or let, you know, let them talk to you or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, you can find some there. Like if you don't know don't know what to do, don't know where to go. There are some resources on the blog. Don't be afraid to use them. They're not connected to us. We won't know that you clicked on them, et cetera. Yeah, nope. Um, so just please, if you need it, please reach out to someone. Um, because with everything with related holidays, to the holidays. It's, and it's a stressful time. We get it. Believe me, I'm about to have all four of my parents in the same household. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mm. We all make it. Hopefully yeah, we all yeah. make it. Sierra's going to be there, so it's fine. Um <laughs> I don't right. and we're done okay everybody <laughs> out thank you for coming have a great life see you never um you guys got this all right tell them where they can find that resources on our blog our blog is located at paranormal podcast at gmail at why do i do that every time i don't know i mix those two up paranormalpodcast.com that's it just paranormalpodcast.com that's, that's it that's where it that's where it be <laughs> but if you um so you can find out the resources there you can contact us on there if you want to send us a little message um about how your family is just as crazy as my family i would greatly appreciate it <laughs> uh because <laughs> knowing someone is also in it with me yeah you have any uh, interesting family stories that would be cool um, you can also reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram at Paranormal Podcast, and um, or you can send us an email. And we told you guys talking. last week the do's and don'ts of sending us a message on Instagram. Yeah, so if you so missed it, go back. Go back and listen and to listen that. Listen to it. Um, and if you want us, if you're into email, if you're more of an email person, you can send us an email at paranormalpodcast at gmail That's the Gmail one, Sierra. Yep, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, yeah, we're just looking forward to 2022 with you guys. We're just looking forward to 2022. In general. In general, but especially with you guys. And uh, um, I'm, I know you guys don't all necessarily go to church, but my church thing is that next year is going to be better. Like, that's what these, they've been that's your thing. preaching about. Yeah. Is how next year is going to be better. Um, so I'm looking forward I to mean, that. It can't be any worse than okay, me. Listen, okay. listen. It can't be any worse than me getting hurt literally 11 days into the new year and then having to be on, like, yeah. workers' comp for the entirety of the year. At least your job is has minimal... <laughs> Uh, minimal opportunities <laughs> for, for injury. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that. Um, 11 days into the new year. Yeah. And I'm already in the emergency room with broken items. Yes. So. So. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, planning to do that again this year. Mm-mm. Um, nope. That was the 2021 thing. <laughs> and we're leaving that behind us. So. If you just have things that happen in your life, you nope, know, nope, I'm leaving that in 2021. Oh God, yeah, no, and fuck them bitches. We are, we're not dealing with that anymore. It's over. We are past that. <laughs> Even if you're not, and into 2022, we're hoping for new things. Yeah, just cut them negative bitches out of your life. Um, set some shit on fire and let it go. It's literally okay to delete people. Oh my God, I do it all the time for fun. But it's really okay. It's like my favorite pastime. Um. You post something annoying on the Facebook, Grandma, you get deleted. Um, I, I snooze people. 
it's fine. Um, yeah. I'm looking, I'm actually looking forward to like less social media. I don't do social media a lot anyway. Yeah. But I just feel like it doesn't really add that much to my life. No, it really doesn't. So I'm really not into it. No. At all. If, if we didn't have this wonderful, beautiful podcast, I would not have Facebook. Yeah. I really, it, if I could, if you guys would just interact with us and I could just have that and then, because we can't interact necessarily in person as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really just, like, that would be the only thing that I would use it for. Like, I really don't interact with people on it, so I don't really feel, like, the need to yeah. have it at all. Um, and I feel like I could get, in a, you know, learn new things from other places. I don't necessarily have to have it on social media, so. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. That's how I feel about it. I feel like that's enough of us rambling for one episode. I didn't get to have my therapy um, this morning, so I feel like... <laughs> well, maybe... I mean, this is the last episode of the year, so <laughs> it's got to come in strong with us rambling, so... <laughs> we want to give you all the things that you love about this podcast in one, so... Yeah, and that includes Emily complaining and we collectively rambling, so <laughs> you're welcome. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Bye. New Year and Merry Christmas. Bye.